Welcome back, silver boy, triangle boy, and Belak. It seems your time has come again to read fan fiction that all the world wants to hear. Damn, that was crazy. Damn, it really was. Welcome back to So You Think You Can Fan, and today we have a special guest. It's me, Matt, Sergio Jacob, and now, who are you? Me? Yes. Gaga. My name is Caleb, and I am from the Glass City, as seen in AP Bio, all seasons now streaming, only on Peacock. That's Isn't awesome. That the, is that the show with, uh, with what's-his-name from Sony? Yeah, uh, Glenn Howerton, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. for those who don't know, Caleb's our number one fan and the president of our fan club. Yes, um, he is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Caleb? Typically, uh, on So You Think You Can Fan In's tours, you can see me in the corner and of the audience, the front corner, not the back corner. The only time I was ever on stage with them, I died. So I suppose that was the end of that. And uh-huh. otherwise, I may be trailing around with them in the hallways. And otherwise, I... This is actually, fun fact, my first interaction with Matt that lasted for more than two words from each of us. Yes, uh, it is. It's quite blessed. I've known Sergio since... 2018 i believe and i met jacob and michael the year after that uh, oh and actually i have known kai since um almost as long as i've known sergio yeah. lovely folks you are and it is lovely to be here with you finally i'm he usually he also knows my brother my not often spoken about brother yes i've known i've known his not often spoken about brother longer than any of you as it so happens and it was a total coincidence which is crazy Mm -hmm. so i've learned so much by listening to this podcast because i'm pretty new to the fan fiction and fan and scene uh the only vivid memory i have being exposed to this sort of content was with one of the greatest trolls of all time who we now know as Squirrel King. Squirrel King, you say? Now, this King of Squirrels, what, 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 what you bringeth to us is a is a Squirrel King story that people may know. Um, would you like to Would you like to intro it? Just describe what it is. What got it famous, if you will. It is a half-life fanfiction known as Full Life Consequences. And as far as I know, it was popularized as a Gary's Mod video. And if you watched Gary's Mod videos during the time where everybody was making them before Source Filmmaker took over, you saw this. And you will probably recognize the name John Freeman, only slightly less well-known than his brother Gordon Freeman. 
recognize him as a as, as world famous uh, Gmod player model male underscore o seven. Originally thought to be a nine year old, which many people believed going by his writing style. Also, uh, he was Stanley in the original Stanley Parable. Male seven was. Damn, that's pretty I impressive. Didn't know that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it's when it was when when uh, when when the Stanley Parable before it was a game and it was just a source mod. Um, Stanley was male seven. What is this? What is this link? I'm scared. Well, this is a something awful topic where the Squirrel King ousted himself, <laughs> and I think it <laughs> says a lot about the fan fiction scene in general, and it's as whimsical as anything he ever wrote. So I don't know if we wanted to do a dramatic reading of that before getting into anything else. I think Matt should dramatic dramatic read read this something awful form post by Squirrel King or Matimer, which oh. I feel like comes full circle because it's Matt reading Matimer. All right, I'll fucking All right. do it. Thank you, Matt. Are Thank we ready? Matt, Any other subtext or context or pretext that you want to add in? No, this this is the pretext. It's all you. In two thousand in two thousand six, I was first exposed to the subgenre of intellectual garbage known as fan fiction. But like an anthropologist witnessing his first human sacrifice to the sun god, I wasn't disgusted or appalled. I was intrigued. I wanted to know. What could drive the human mind to commit such atrocities? I wanted to step inside the brain of a 12-year-old love child between a crack-addicted mother and a bottle of Jack Daniels. Society as we know it was at stake. For the next 10 months, I absorbed myself into fan fiction. I learned its dirty little secret. I learned its recipe. Place, beloved culture, icons in Blender, add arch nemesis or main character from another series, pour in three pounds of Grandy's grade A, homoeroticism, sprinkle in a dash of mental tardation over the mix, then sprinkle 300 more season. Are we letting that one slide? (laughs) Are we we letting that one slide? I don't care. What, what did Matt say? The the he, he said tardation. I'm are sure. We, are we are we, letting, are we letting that one slide? I'm that, sure that, adding that the re in front of it doesn't matter either. Okay, Sergio, you don't have to sass me. I was asking a question. The formula was as simple as the authors themselves, and as effective as they are at eating glue, it was perfect. Then I realized something. I. I'm as intelligent as they are stupid. Why can't I write something? Why can't I write a story so mind-numbingly bad that it stands the test of time as one of the worst things ever written in the English language? Surely I could beat them at their own game. It was then that I heard the choir of angels and knew what has to be done. I started my journey by downing a few thermometers and catching my head in the car door. Multiple times. I picked the game that I had a knowledge of as loose as my stool after a case of beer. Half-Life. 
I picked a biography for my pseudonym that would inspire as much compassion as it would contempt. An eight-year-old French-Canadian boy who was using fanfiction as a way to learn English. I picked a cutesy yet catchy name, Squirrel King. The story was laid out on the bed, and now all I had to do was gently caress it. The resulting... Half-Life, full-life consequences story started off modest. I posted it on a forum as a thing you totally have to see. And some other guy named Blind51D did an epic narration. It went to YTMND, got passed around like a donkey in a North Korean village, and a further inspired a flash animation. It reached the heights I never thought it could. While writing a Metal Gear Solid series that got popular on 4chan, for some reason I threw down a quick sequel and thought the series would suffocate and die in the stuffed anus that is the internet. We should also say, for people who are um, babies, goo-goo mm-hmm. baby children, yes. YTMND is a, is a website... Why is it so loud in the background? YTMMD is a website called You're the Man Now, Dog. And it's a it's just like a meme web. It's an early 2000s meme website um, that like Moon Man like was spread around. It's like the original Moon Man site, basically. Um, it, it was just like you make a website and put sound on it. And it's like a like a gif of dog in like party rockers in the house tonight. Yeah, back when all you could do was like a five-second audio loop and one image, and that's all dial-up users could handle, that was when we were doing those sorts of things. I didn't know YTMND yes. is still up, but it is still up, and I'm going to I'm going to post the top the the top one of YTMND for today. <laughs> Let's see what we've got there. Oh, it's Diablo Immortal. <laughs> Click on that website to instantly be to instantly be transported back twenty five years. It's fucking um Rowdy Roddy Piper from They Live or whatever the movie is, putting on the sunglasses yep. they consume, and it's rap music. This is and, it, and the and the website is uh is is, is it says Diablo Immortal is pay to win. Yes, which it is, by the way. Don't play Diablo Immortal. It will yeah. suck away your soul. There is also a video circulating out there of young Mike Stoklasa trying to figure out what YTMND is. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Also, uh, one, uh, one, that, one that video is so cursed. <laughs> he's like 17 in it, and he is smooth. Like He looks <laughs> like he's been badly CGI de-aged. Like, like he's just all smooth. <laughs> That reminds me, on the topic of people who are old now, Matt, you're not the old yes. one. Do you remember mm-hmm. Nintendo Capri Sun, the YouTuber? Oh. He's my favorite no. vlogger of all time. No, I Did do you know, not he, remember him. He he's like he's like a like uh like a Chugga Conroy type YouTuber kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I figured he was like in his thirties, because you know, Chugga Conroy is like 30 exactly. Um no, he's 45. <laughs> I saw a picture of him oh. on Twitter because I follow Chugga Conroy because I love Chugga Conroy because I've yeah. been watching oh. it since I was like seven. And and I was like, who is that in the middle? And I looked at the tag and it was fucking Nintendo Capri Sun. And I looked up how old he was. 
And not only is he 45, he's also unmarried and a virgin. Can I tell you guys something really cursed? Yeah. There's For a reference. guy in my college year who looks like young Mike Staklasa. That's funny. What I were you going to say? Did, did, you, did you watch the video? Is that what I, brought that I to did. mind? I'm, I did. That's <laughs> what made me say that. Very nice. That that well, uh, I think we all knew someone in high school who looked like that. He looks like um. He looks like if you if you took Ross from Friends and face matched him with Bob Saget. <laughs> I, I actually have a high school friend who basically is Mike Stilclasa, and his size then and his size now are pretty much to scale. So that Ouch. tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nintendo Capri Sun. Chugga and Proton John together are the runaway guys. And yeah. is he is the baby. He is. Well, Proton John's like 35, so he's still like he, he's in the 30. He's still in the, he's still in the golden years. Mm-hmm. He's still a decade younger than than Nintendo Capri Sun. You you can tell <laughs> you can tell Caleb and I like uh, despite having having a, a a not notable age gap, but a decent age gap, um, grew up on the same type of internet videos and content, uh, because I was just exposed to it really young. Yeah. Thanks to my brother, who is his age. Coincidentally, that's crazy. And I I was exposed to it just. At, at, at about probably the same point that you were. So probably. That, that, that makes about, that makes sense. Cause I was about nine years old. Mm-hmm. Shall I get back to it? Yeah. Yes. Now that we're back, now we're done on the tangent of, of, of YouTubers and content from the early 2000s and to mid 2000s. So we're on a, I threw down a quick sequel for the fan fiction, and I thought the series would suffocate and die in the stuffed anus of the internet. I was wrong. On a sunny January morning in the year of our Lord, 2008, I awoke to a new result during my many sessions of Googling myself. A HLFLC movie by a person known as DJY. It was silly stupid funny had its own flavor it now has over two million views and yes i have used it to get some action the sequel was also made into a movie and soon after that he started selling t-shirts with catchphrases i have no issues over selling out and contacted him about sharing my getting my share of the dead prime ministers as the series began to grow, along with questions of a sequel, I thought of reviving the exploits of John Freeman. I didn't want to try to copy what I did with the first two and thus create a cheap imitation of myself. So I went full-born mongoloid with the spelling errors and grammar mistakes. I wanted to see what an epic movie would look like. Of a pre-adolescent Gary Busey wrote the script, and off I went. I got some reviews saying I was trying too hard, which cut me deep but with the stupid lines also came more catchphrases and thus more t-shirt sales and that the american healthcare system has taught me a single damn thing is that money heals all wounds capitalism will always beat integrity especially when it comes to fan fiction 
Now, I've always thought that the mystique of Squirrel King was the reason for its success. No one actually knew whether or not there was actually a boy out there trying his darndest to put two coherent words together, and no one likes anything more than laughing at a foreign person. <laughs> a little while ago, I was told that because the t-shirts had copyrighted material on them, they would not be printed. No shirts, no money, more tears. I needed another way to stump the fame phallus for all it's worth. I stopped that was uh... That was an American psycho quote, if I've ever heard it. (laughs) No one likes anything more than laughing at a foreign person. (laughs) That's Uh. so... That's so fucking... Oh my god. I stopped caring about the money and strove for recognition and attention. I swallowed my pride and anything else the producer promised would make me famous and hoard myself out for all to see. I even posted a thread dedicated to the series, which has been lost to everyone but those with an archive account. Since Dancing with the Stars won't take washed-up celebrities who write like children with Down syndrome, only ones who look like them, I needed another option. With nowhere else to turn, I emailed the New York Times and told them that I had a story that makes Deep Throat look like a 10-year-old girl with a bad gag reflex. My reply was a cease and desist letter. So that's it. This thread is my Waterloo, Squirrel King's last stand. Peter Camara, another proprietor of repugnant prose, has asked me to co-write something with him. I decline. That part of me is dead. I ask for no reward, no sympathy, no praise. I only wish to put my handprint on the walls of internet history, my chance to say I was here. I belonged. Squirrel King is dead. Long live the king. I don't think we need to read. I don't don't think we need to read the reviews. (laughs) They're just like reviews. Thank you, thank thank you, Matt. That was a lovely reading, Matt. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I will never look. Jesus, this looks to the old YouTube. I I don't know what Halo Halos in space is, but I love. I I would love to read that. Yeah, we could. We could like. What do you think? Can I read the very first line of that review? Sure. <laughs> Honey, I hate to say this, but this really needs work. I understand that English isn't your first language. <laughs> I <laughs> I was gonna read the, the 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 one line in the Metal Gear Solid Fight of Metal Gears 2, but I don't I don't know if I want to say that on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, trigger warning Sergio um can I read this review and then you put vine boom sound effects over the naughty words go go ahead say whatever Well, now that we've acknowledged Halos in space and Fight of the Metal Gears 2, I guess, I guess that's, maybe that'll be the playlist. So, yeah. Full Life Consequences Chapter 1, and then, and then those? What do you think? We'll do, how about, how, how about, metal, how about Fight of Metal Gears 1? Okay. Because obviously we can't read the, the second one without the first one. No, yeah, definitely. Mm. 
I didn't think about it because the chapters are not connected. <laughs> on. Damn. So you gotta you have to find them individually. As separate. All right. All right. Full life consequences. Am I narrating or is somebody else narrating? Matt, you need to be the next big dramatic narrator for Half Life Full Life Consequences. So obviously it has to be you. Who's gonna play John Freeman? Um Caleb you can be John Freeman. I don't know. I think I'll be, I'll... has to be John Freeman. Okay, actually, should Caleb be John Freeman since he is the guest? Now should I should I read it as monotoned as the most you famous voice of John Freeman you. would do. Okay, okay. You well, do I can't what you out- think I is the best. I can't outdo that, so I'll try to put my own spin on how I think John Freeman would sound. <clears throat> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Half-Life Full Life Consequences. John Freeman, who is Gordon Freeman's brother, has to do what has to be done and help Gordon Freeman defeat the enemies. Half-Life Full Life Consequences. John Freeman, who was Gordon Freeman's brother, was one day in an off. I'm not going to do the fucking G-Man voice the whole time. I can't do that. Please, that would be that would make that would that would make it so much longer. John Freeman, who was Gordon Freeman's brother, was one day in an office typing on a computer. He got an email from his brother that said that aliens and monsters were attacking his place and asked him for help. So he went. John Freeman got his computer shut down and wet on the platform to go up to the roof of the building, where he left his motorcycle and normal people clothes because he was in his office lab coat. John Freeman got on his motorcycle and said, It's time for me to live up to my family name and face full life consequences. So he had to go. John Freeman ramped off the building and did a backflip and landed. He kept driving down the road and made sure there was no zombies around because he didn't have a weapon. The countrysides were nice and the plants were singing and the birds and the sun was almost down from the top of the sky. The mood was set for John Freeman's quest to help his brother where he was. John Freeman looked around the countrysides and said, It's a good day to do. What has to be done by me and help my brother to defeat the enemies? John Freeman was late, so he had to drive really fast. A cop car was hiding nearby, so when John Freeman went by, the cops came and wanted to give him ticket. Here, John Freeman saw the first monster because the cop was possessed and had head crabs. I can't give you my license, officer. Why not? said the head crab officer back to John Freeman. Because you are a head crab zombie. So John Freeman shot the officer in the head and drove off thinking, My brother is in trouble there. And went faster. John Freeman had to go faster like the speed of sound and got there fast because Gordon needed him where he was. John Freeman looked at road signs and saw Ravenholm with some arms writing under it saying, You should not be so come to... So John Freeman almost turned around, but heard screaming like Gordon, so he went faster again. 
Don Freeman drove in and did another flip and jumped off his motorbike, and the motorbike took out some headcrab zombies in front of John Freeman. John Freeman smiled and walked fast. John Freeman then looked on the ground and found fun, so he picked it up and fired fast at zombie ghosts in front of a house. John Freeman and said, Zombie ghosts, leave this place! And the zombie ghost said, But this is our house. And John Freeman felt sorry for them because they couldn't live there anymore because they were zombie ghosts. So he blew up the house and killed the zombie ghosts. So they were at peace. Then John Freeman heard another scream from his brother. So he kept walking really faster to get where he was. Ravenhold was nothing like the country. There were no birds singing and the pants were dead and the dirt was messy and bloody from head crabs. When John Freeman got to where the screaming was started from, he found his brother, Gordon Freeman, fighting the final boss. And Gordon said, John Freeman! Over here! So John Freeman went there to where Gordon Freeman was fighting. John Freeman fired his bullet from the gun really fast, and the bullet went and shot the final boss in the eyes, and the final boss couldn't see. Gordon Freeman said, and my, my, the, <laughs> so it's, it's, the, it's the reason that, that Gordon Freeman doesn't talk in Half-Life because he's constantly having a pulmonary embolism. <laughs> Is that what I'm picking up? That's what it sounds like. I he's love that the first the phrase that comes to mind with you is pulmonary embolism. <laughs> I mean... Very specific. I don't know. I don't know, man. Punched him in the face and the final boss fell. John Freeman said... Thanks, I could help, bro. And Gordon Freeman said, You should come earlier next time. I'm going to get near out. And they laughed. <laughs> the laughed over quickly because bro. John Freeman yelled, Look out, bro! And pointed up to the top of the sky. Gordon Freeman looked up and said, and John Freeman walked real fast out. That's crazy. <laughs> John Freeman looked back and saw Gordon get stepped on by the next boss, and he was mad and angry. I'll get you back, evil boss! John Freeman yelled at the top of lungs. To be continued. So that was uh, Full Life Consequences. Sergio and Matt, have you ever witnessed this beauty of a story? No, I've God never no. read this before no. or never seen the game my entire videos. life. There is really? a live action version. You've never seen the Gmod video. That's crazy. Nope. Never. Did seen you it. enjoy it? Uh, it was certainly I, something. I enjoyed <laughs> throwing my fucking. I voice enjoyed Matt screaming. Dialogue. The Gmod yeah, I, video is so funny. I'm I'm crying over here, uh, Matt. I don't know how you do it, but you really got me there. <laughs> did I did I get you there? Loud truly equals funny on this day. <laughs> All right, now I think it's time for Halos in space. Okay. Halos, Halo, Halos in space. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I I have birthed Shonen style John Freeman into this world, so I'm happy. That's so great. I love it. Who is going to play Jimmy Hoops? Joe Chief. Ooh. I think you mean Joe Chief. Ooh. Yeah. That'll be I, I, I will I will narrate this one since Matt narrated the last one. 
Okay, but I get the first sil- first line of dialogue. You know that's mine. Yeah, no, of, of course. <laughs> Halo. Halo's in space. John Chief was in space and had weapons and was an was a army guy, but he wasn't a robot like Master Chief, so he didn't fly. Joe Chief was one day in a place and shooting weapon at targets and then got a call on the space TV in the ship that said to him, So he went. John Chief ran there fast to where bullets were from aliens and took out his weapons and shot at space to hit ships. Aliens started flying from space into Joe Chief's ship, so he had to do something quick. Joe Chief punched an alien and ran fast to get a big weapon from the locker room. So he went there and got it and shot Alien again into legs. And they fell and Joe Chief shot again and it killed him. Joe Chief looked at dead aliens and said to them, Aliens, we are human people and you are aliens, but we don't need to kill things like us. And then pushed them into space. After Tenormil aliens, the flood came and everything got wet and messy and lightningy. Because water hit to space TV and all the things and made sparks. After to aliens sent the flood, other aliens with big heads came and Joe Chief had to run away. Because there was too many of those and they were killing other human people onto ship. Human people, army guys, hurry and come and ship. Come. Joe Chief said to the human people, Because aliens were killing them. And he was in a escape ship and ready to go. Three other human people came just in time. Because the big ship blew up and they were flying fast in space and going to the Halo to meet the army base and get ready for tight. Joe Chief had to fly fast and go around things. Leak alien ships and things. Then, out of nowhere, boom, happened. Thank you. And the back of the Cap ship fell open. And one of the army guys fell out and explode in space. Then another one closed it and said, And then got tired and slept. I was getting ready to scream that and then Matt screamed it. So I just had to, like, exhale. Joe <laughs> Chief looked a front of him and seen aliens shooting at him. So he did a barrel roll until lasers went around him and went away. Joe chief sawed the halo in space. So he put the ship faster and went there quick because a lot of aliens were there. Joe chief shot like bang, bang, bang from the ship and made aliens blow up and then landed ship on halo. Joe chief said to, to other two army guys. We're here now. Get weapon. And kill aliens fast. So they did. But when they left, a ship landed and squashed them. Human people, army guys, were all dying fast. And Joe Chief had to save them, but he didn't know how. But then he saw something and went to it. And piced it up and said, No, we win. To himself. To be continued. What a great story. The prose. Beautiful. The dialogue, wanna, the dictation. Made me cry. Truly. I want to credit Sergio for being the only one who pronounced weapon as it has been colloquialized. Weapon. 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 
All right, Matt, do you want to take Metal Gear Solid Fight of the Metal Gears? Oh, I would love to. I want to be Otacon. Who's going to be Snake? I feel like you're destined to be Snake. Because you have a mullet. Well, not anymore. Allegedly. Metal Gear Solid Fight of Metal Gears. Jake Snake, who is Solid Snake's son, has to fight Metal Gears now because Solid Snake is dead. Uh, oh, one sec. I'll, I'll be the bad oh my guy. God. Matt just came on, on mic and then muted. He broke the one rule of the podcast. Sorry about that. I had to grab something. <clears throat> I, I was and just I'm saying I could be a bad guy. Bad guy has at least one line. Okay. Cool. Metal Gear Solid, Fight of Metal Gears. Solid Snake was old and died before, and his kid Jake Snake had to do things now for the world. Jake Snake growed up with Solid Snake and helped him beat Metal Gears, but now Solid Snake was not was not there anymore. And it just occurred to me this was made before Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, I was about to say, this predates Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh my god, that's scary. Oh, that scares me. But now Solid Snake was not there anymore, and only Jake Snake was. Solid Snake, what happens when you die? Jake Snake asked Solid Snake one time, do you want me to do Solid Snake? Solid Snake said to Jake Snake. Then he died later. Jake that Snake was a decent Solid Snake, Matt. That was a downright solid winks at camera. Thank you. Jake Snake got a call from Otacon. Otacon said, Jake Snake, Metal Gears are fighting in out heaven. And you have to go there to fight them. So Jake Snake said, Otacon, you were Solid Snake's friend, and I want you to be my friend, so I will fight Metal Gears, too. So he left to Out Heaven to fight Metal Gears. Jake Snake got his weapons and cigars, got, he didn't smoke cigarettes, and got on a plane and drove fast to Out Heaven to get where Metal Gears were fighting there. Jake Snake got to the top of the sky near where Metal Gears were fighting and put on autopilots and flipped out of the plane. Jake Snake's parachute didn't open, so he landed in water and swimmed to fighting Metal Gears. Jake Snake got out of the water and crawled fast and quiet to where Metal Gears were. Jake Snake picked up a rocket gun and crawled faster and quiet so Metal Gears couldn't see him there. Jake Snake stopped and smoked a cigar because he was tired and out of nowhere. Otacon came on the phone and yelled, Jake Snake behind you! So Jake Snake turned around and saw a bad guy with weapon pointed at Jake Snake. Why are you working for bad guys? Jake Snake told the bad guy with the weapon. Because they have Metal Gears and have weapons that shoot lasers. The bad guy said back to Jake Snake. Then Jake Snake said, Naive laser too! And brought it out of his pocket where he was hiding and shot the bad guy in the face. I don't like bad guys like that. Jake Snake said to the dead bad guy. Then he threw a cigar on him and he lighted him on fire. Also, my headcanon for Jake Snake is that he's an eight-year-old boy, and that's why he sounds like that. Ah, just like <laughs> he the author. Sounds... He's... Yeah. yeah, obviously. I don't think Jake Snake's French-Canadian, though. Although he's from Alaska, so it's possible. Mm-hmm. Like half. 
Jake Snake crawled fast again to where Metal Gears were. <laughs> because he could hear the bullets and booms, Jake Snake brought out his rocket gun and shot a rocket at Metal Gear, and the Metal Gear blew up and fell. Other Metal Gears came when the boom happened and came to Jake Snake, who was crawling fast in bushes. They saw me, Jake Snake said. So he put on Kim Flush and disappeared. Where did he go? A Metal Gear said to the other Metal Gears. Over there. Did you? Oh, <laughs> Caleb's all Metal Gears. I'm just and the Metal Gears shot at the bushes, but they only hit ground. And nothing. Then Jake Snake said, I'm here, you bad guys. And was behind them. The Metal Gears turned around and saw Jake Snake in a Metal Gear that Jake Snake hided somewhere. Solid Snake fighting you bad guys, now I have to. You will pay, fools, Jake Snake said. Then Jake Snake and the Metal Gear shot bullets and rockets and lasers, and there was a lot of booms and dust came. The dust went away, and Jake Snake was still in his Metal Gear, but the other ones were there too, and they said, We have armor, Jake Snake. And Jake Snake said, What about this? And shot something special at them. To be continued, question mark? How lovely. They just get better and better. I, I, my headcanon is that Jake Snake fired a buggy ball at them. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> I hope I have the second one. I'm not sure what I expected. Let's see what we got there. Um, Do we want to read the second one? Or do we want to read uh, FF7 Story of Rain Strife? I was just looking at rain strife. Oh, that's. I think I think we should. I think we should. I think we should rain strife, and Sergio can be rain strife. I think that's only fair to Sergio. There, there is only I can do rain to be strife. one pick for rain strife, and it is Sergio. Yeah, I don't know who else would be rain strife. Cloud strife's brother. Um, Cloud I'll narrate this one. Minority yeah. brother. There's yeah. another bad guys line. Actually, uh, that looks like a Matt line to me. It's in the last paragraph. <laughs> yeah. In, in the very last paragraph. <clears throat> there is also a, a black guy. <laughs> like, That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm not making that up. It just says black That's guy. That's crazy. They, yeah, they call, it's called Barrett Black Guy. Anyways. <clears throat> Rain Strife, who is Cloud Strife's brother, has to kill Sephiroth because Sephiroth is sending comets to hurt people. Sergio, that's a good description of FF7, right? <laughs> yes. Rain Strife, who was Cloud Strife's brother, was one day near Midgar in a city that was a small called Strife Town, where Cloud Strife was born and Rain Strife too. Rain Strife was littler than okay. Cloud, so he couldn't join. One moment. Can I? <laughs> on, my, on my grandmother's side, there were 30 people with the last name Stump. And they came from a place called Stump Town. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's good lore. That's wild. They're there's a lot of nice. there's a lot of roads where I grew up where they were like like a family's last name and just everyone on that road just was part of the family. Like there oh, was like funny. without doxing anybody up, there's like Smith Road and it was just like, yeah, John Smith and in his brother Jack Smith and his brother Gary Smith, and they That's all funny. live like next door to each other. That's funny. 
Rain Strife was littler than Cloud Strife, so he couldn't join Barrett and Tifa, so he stayed home and stayed. Rain Strife was practicing so he could one day do it like Cloud Strife. And that is the time when it happened, when Comets came down to Strife Town and tiled people in Strife Town and Rain Strife's parents, who were Cloud Strife's parents, too. Comets came in and killed people in Strife Town and Midgar and everywhere else. And people said really loud. And Rain Strife heard it, so he went. Rain Strife traveled fast to where loud sounds come from to help them out there. They all sat together. All right, everybody, together on the count of three. Okay. You ready? One, two, three. Help, Help Rain Strife. We are hurting. Don't try to sync that up, please. Make make sure it sounds like that. (laughs) And Rain Strife said back, I will help you if you are hurting. <laughs> Why do you sound like Boba Fett? <laughs> that's, that's your Boba Fett voice. I know that, that voice. That is not my Boba Fett voice. Daimyo of Mos Espa. I will help you if you are hurting. Daimyo of Mos Espa. Daimyo of Strife Town. And Rain Strife blew out fire and piked up some comet off people and band-aided them to health. Then Rain Strife yelled out loud, real loud. Sephiroth, stop, or I'll make you stop. And traveled faster to where Sephiroth is. Rain Strife went, traveled over the lands and hills and grounded water, wanted to stop Sephiroth to make him stop hurting people in Strife Town and all other towns in Fantasy World. Rain Strife stopped at other places and said, All people, I will stop Sephiroth and help the people until I do. And all the people of Fantasy World said, everybody once again, on the count of three. One, two, three. Thank you, Rain So he went. On the way to Sephiroth's castle in the sky, Rainstrife had fight and battle bad guys on the way there. Rainstrife traveled, and then boom, there was fight, and Rainstrife had to fight, but he didn't have members to help Rainstrife yet, so Rainstrife did it himself. The bad guy was like a tree, but had wings and fire came out, so Rainstrife had to dock a lot. Rainstrife went slash fast and slash cut tree in parts and uh, and fell apart and died so fast, Rainstrife did wind dance and kept traveling faster. Rainstrife <laughs> went over hill and saw town and went, and he got in and saw bad things punking people in town, so Rainstrife said, Stop. And fighted them and won and did win dance and kept talking to see what happened. People in town said, Sephiroth came. And Rain Strife said, No, Sephiroth, not this time. And screamed at Tuskai. Then a bulk guy with gun on hands said, I will be this character. I got it. I help you. Rain Strife. (laughs) into fight Sephiroth in the sky. And so Rainstrife said, thanks you black guy. You are in quest. And Rainstrife and black guy with gun hands <laughs> left town Jacob to fight Sephiroth. <laughs> Rainstrife and black guy talked in the way 
to travel there to see what would happen, see what happened to them. Black Eye said Sephiroth comets came to his town and killed all the family in his house, so Black Eye wanted to kill Sephiroth back. Rain Strife told Black Eye about Strife Town, and all happened. So Black Eye said, I help you more, because the story was sad. Rain Strife and Black Eye kept going, then all of a sudden, boom again, and a other fight came. Black Eye said, this is my fight this time. And shot all the bad guys with weapon hands. And bad guys said. One, two, three. We die. We die. And disappeared. So black guy and Rainstorf did wind dance and music came. And when they danced and they kept going, Rainstorf and black guy kept travel on the path. When they saw a big city on fire and said, ready, Sergio. One, two, three. Oh, oh no. no. It, was just, it was just me and Sergio, Matt. Why did you? Oh, no. I it was just rain. Okay. You, you pass because you're just so darn cute. Both together, because it was an important city on fire, and Rainstorm and Black Guys said, One, two, three. We, we need, need to, to help, help fast. And ran there, but something bad happened. To be continued. It was not continued. Damn. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I, no, I oh, legitimately wonder so why. How are the rest of these continued, but not this, not this one? I know. That was hell. That really was hell. I must have. <laughs> I opened. Um, I looked at the, the the Twitter link that Squirrel King has in his in his uh, bio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming it's and, out of date. Yeah, it hasn't been updated in four years. And the last tweet that he made is Holland Oats are Simon and Garfunkel if they got along, and that made me laugh to myself. Nice. Uh, that's crazy he also tweeted with friends like cheese who needs enemas (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one yeah that's funny uh well that was i don't i don't think i can top that yeah it makes you wonder what other kind of contributions this person has made around the internet that will never realize it was the same person. I wonder what kind of contributions he made to society. I wonder what he did with his life. Even Palpatine. What if he's like a scientist or something? What if he's a doctor like Liquid Chris? What if he's a doctor with Liquid Chris? What if he's French Canadian? Department of Oncology. I wonder if he's really French Canadian. I don't see why he would would lie about that. Because the whole point of him being French Canadian is that to make them bad English. Because the whole thing was he was French Canadian. He only spoke French, and he was learning English through writing the fan fiction. Hmm. Well, I do. I do have to get going here because my family wants to watch Obi Wan. But Caleb, it was great to have you on the podcast. I hope to have you on for more episodes if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, Sergio. Anytime at all. Um, I. This 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 feels very circular material. for me. Because, I feel yeah, like I, I feel like I this episode it. was a long time a coming. Yeah, I was. I, I was just thinking. Um, 
your first panel was before you were actually a podcast, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was I, the, the, I was the, the, there. I believe the I fanfic panel existed for two years before the podcast started. Oh, two years. Okay. That's even longer than I thought. Maybe it was one year. I think it was one. Two? It was one, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, 20, 20, Yoma well, 2019. Yeah, I think it, it was Yoma 2019. I think we debuted it. Yeah. 2020 kind of throws off my measurements of time. Yoma, no, because Yoma 2019 was the one I did. Was it? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 no. So Yoma we did do it in 2018. For yeah, two years. So two years. Well, enjoy Obi Wan, Sergio. Yes. All right. I, 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 and, I, and Jacob, I, I, I hope to like this last episode. Yes. I, I think you will. I, yeah. I hope you like it as much as Jake and I did. And Jake, congratulations on predicting the the new fourth Yonko. Thank you. I um I should be famous. Honestly, I should be. A, I should make a YouTube uh, channel for Wait, for Bleach that means Review. Caleb also reads One Piece. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I do. Based. I also got hey, Caleb right, to read the get... One Piece. Oh yeah, I'll talk to you about that yeah, before before they start getting yeah. ta- talking about Monk they D liberal and his adventures to get the woke piece. Um, we love you, Matt. Say something funny. Ram Ranch. Mm. 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 <laughs>